Defenders, it's Stephanie and Sam, and you're listening to McHugh, an American podcast for McFly. In this podcast, we discuss McFly's music single by single and album by album. Today's episode is all about Motion in the Ocean, the album. We've made it, kiddos. Here we are. Here we are today. And we also have um, a special guest with us today. We have Frankie here. One of our Twitter friends. Say hi, Frankie. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward hi ever. <laughs> Frankie's here to talk about everybody's favorite songs. Everybody's favorite album, let's be honest. No, that's fighting yeah. words, I guess, but but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about you, Frankie? Who you are? What you're, what you're doing here? Why you love McFly? Yeah, my name's Frankie. Um, I'm 27, and I've liked McFly for a long time. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't be asked to do the math, but yeah, that's me. Okay, long time McFly fan. Not much more about me. That's my that's my um, only personality asset. <laughs> same. <laughs> Hard same. Well, Frankie, we're glad to have you here, and glad to be here with you. It's good to finally talk to someone else that likes McFly, rather than my family who don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like, I feel like we've heard that a lot with people that come on here, right? They're like, I'm so glad to talk about this band, right? I feel like we're the McFly therapists of America. Right. Yeah, let's Frankie's talk about not even feelings. from America, right? Frankie, Frankie's not. in London. That's true. Yeah, not many people really like McFly over here as, as much as you'd think they're more of like a guilty pleasure from what i've experienced i'm starting to learn that i'm i'm shocked like i was shocked to learn that before but like yeah since doing this podcast and starting to talk to more people especially fans in the uk like i keep hearing that right that they're like it's like kind of like uh, like it's cool to hate mcfly and that's that's like surprising to me and they think it's funny to mix mcfly and busted up oh mcfly they're busted it's like no no i've actually given like a straight face like no no i personally like busted but that's just me right i also personally like to make busted right i know i like (laughs) yeah i like i like i like busted but they're two different bands i mean like that's like you mentioned that earlier like they're like oh that band busted right ha 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 i literally i think that's so so funny Do you like, think it's ah, funny to ah, intentionally yes. confuse them? Yes. No. <laughs> because they were known as, like, Busted Junior at one point, right? Like, in their career. and But now, like, they have surpassed Busted, obviously. And that's why I think it's funny, right? Because, like, they survived, Busted didn't. Ha ha. Nobody else? No. Okay, great. I'm all alone <laughs> on my little island of it's not funny. ha-ha Busted. Well, technically, Busted are still <laughs> together. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's the same way that McFly was <laughs> like, together. They released two albums in the time that McFly just decided to release one album. Yeah, like, but did it. you ever listen to those albums? Um, the last one I did. I didn't really. I, it it didn't really click for me that first album they came back with. It was yeah. a bit too like mainstream. Yeah, I listened to the first album. I did not listen to the second. Uh, I prefer the second. It's more like rockier. Yeah, I just wasn't interested. I didn't listen to either one of them. 
So. <laughs> not on purpose, but you know, like I'm I'm on the McWho podcast, not the Mc. Well, McBusted wouldn't make have the same, the Busted Who <laughs> podcast for a reason. Like who, who busted? busted? Yeah. Anyway. What busted? Busted what? But that's our next podcast next year, 2022. Just kidding, it's not. I think it's a funny joke, but I'm all alone on my own little island. It's okay. But here we are to talk about McFly, not Busted. We do know the difference. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk about the Motion in the Ocean album. But before then, uh, we have some fast facts about the album. So the album was released November 6, 2006. It has sold more than 300,000 copies in the UK since its release. So it's certified platinum. It has a tour edition that was released in May 14, 2007. It was limited edition. It was accompanied by a DVD of the Motion of the Ocean Tour 2006 at Wembley Arena, and it reached number 14, selling 11,256 copies. And it also included the bonus track of Babies Coming Back. I feel like I said that all in one breath. Well, that's um, why they're fast facts. You gotta say them fast. <laughs> uh, do you know what the album charted as? No. Who me? Wikipedia didn't mention that. That's where I get my fast facts. I, I hope it was number one, but it may not have. I don't think the entire album made it to number one, according to my research. Like, individual singles obviously did, but the album only charted at number six, compared to Room on the Third Floor in Wonderland, which also went platinum, but they charted at number one as an as albums, and Motion in the Ocean only came in at number six as an album, and What?! I just need to know what? Who did this? This is the beginning of the embarrassment to be a McFly fan. This? I think, I think this is where they sort of like had the audience's attention and then they were like, okay, we're over it. Who listens to Room on the Third Floor and Wonderland and then listens to Motion in the Ocean and is like, wow, they're getting worse? I think maybe they stopped listening after Wonderland and who could blame them? <laughs> <laughs> like motion in the ocean we'll talk about this this whole reason that we're here today right but motion in the ocean is better than wonderland and room on the third floor oh, and yeah. i can't sure. believe that it only charted at number six right and like i believe that yeah like these people they jump ship too soon right if frankie if what's frankie saying right where it sort of became like a guilty pleasure and like people stopped like listening because it wasn't cool right they left the party too early. Those are like those people that go home at like 9 p.m. and then like the really crazy shit doesn't start going down till like 11 or midnight. And be like, aren't you sorry you left? Because you ain't even heard Motion in the Ocean yet. Sad for them, but I guess good for us. That's really surprising. Considering I think like this album is like very beloved along among the fan base. I don't know. I wasn't a in the UK in 2007 oh sorry 2006 so I don't know if like it's always been that way Frankie do you know if this album has always been that way I'm glad we have someone here from the UK that can answer these questions um like I didn't really have friends that really liked McFly so I used to like like literally just buy the album when it came out and like I never really talked to anyone about it so I don't really know what like the audience perspective was in that time. I just really liked the band and 
but you knew your perspective was oh yeah <laughs> yeah I was like oh yeah like literally I've got uh, my album like it's the most uncared for album because I've over listened to it so much like the 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 booklet is folded the case is broken right. that's how you know I love an yeah. album is <laughs> if it's damaged right. yeah my, my yeah my I think when you open the cd case for motion in the ocean the like li- like the it literally pops apart right? it's like not even <clears throat> actually connected anymore but yeah I, I love this album I love I love this album like this album makes me so happy that I want to cry sometimes. Like openly, I want to weep <laughs> when I think about how happy I am. When I think about this album, I, I I want to scream. I love it. I love it. It's a really great album. I mean, like I think that's refreshing to hear from me since this last album. I was like, I hate everything on this. Like it's terrible. <laughs> but like, yeah, this album is great. I love it a lot. I don't know for sure if it's my favorite. Well, it's 2007, so they've only done three albums. This one is my favorite in 2007. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Stop looking at Every album that comes out is my new favorite. What are you saying? Can you see the future or something? Of course. I'm psychic. Yeah. But no, I, I do. I love this album. I do think it's the best of their three albums, like, to date um, at this time. And I think it matters that it, it follows Wonderland, right? I think of it primarily as... Like, reacting against the darkness of Wonderland, right? right? It seems like a direct response. Yeah, I feel like I said that in the Wonderland album, Mm -hmm. that Wonderland was a direct response from Room on the Third Floor of, like, teeny boppy songs, right? And they're like, we have feelings, too, that are dark and mysterious. Mm -hmm. And then this album, they're just like, we have those feelings, but we're also really happy, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, (laughs) I was, for a different reason, I was thinking about this Doctor Who quote the other day, but... There's this uh, there's this quote in Doctor Who where somebody's like pointing a gun at the doctor and is like state your name, rank, and attention and and, and intention, and he goes the doctor, doctor, fun, <laughs> right? Like his only intention <laughs> of being there is fun, and that's how I feel about this album, right? Like it takes being fun seriously, right? Its only goal is to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like we we just gave you a really sad right. album. Now it's time to be happy. (laughs) What are you doing here? What does this album mean? Like, why did you write this? And McFly's just like, for fun. (laughs) Like, it's whimsical. I know, like, I saw, I saw, like, I I can't remember I saw it, but recently Tom was like, they was like, what's your worst question to have an interview? And he's like, why did you write this song? What is this song about? And he's like, I literally hate that. I hate that question. I hate that question, Mink. Right. We'll never ask them why they wrote it, but it's because we already know, and because the answer is fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this album is the first with the right, not counting just my luck, right? So it's the first all new song album uh, to have Jason Perry as producer. Okay. So all hail Jason Perry, our one true love and producer, the literal mm-hmm. other member of McFly. And I was reading, um, I was reading this article about like the history of McFly, and it was written by someone named Sierra Maloney, um, and she quoted an interview from Jason Perry about when he first met McFly, which was around this time when they were doing Motion in the Ocean, and mm-hmm. the managers of the band and like other people behind the scenes, right? 
were telling Tom that he couldn't eat chocolate um, because he was losing his voice. And Jason was like, he's losing his voice because he has no confidence, right? Like, like he said that, like, McFly kind of, like, they rolled up. they just done room on the third floor. They just won Wonderland. They had this reputation that, that Frankie was already talking about, right, where it's, like, almost, like, embarrassing to be a McFly fan. And it's, like, Jason McPerry was, like, saying that they were, like, basically embarrassed to be mcfly right like they were always like hey sorry sorry we are who we are you're really cool though and jason perry was like you are one of the best bands in the country like can you not and so like tom was like losing its voice around this time when they were recording motion in the ocean and they were like it's because of your diet blah blah blah. and jason perry told tom like eat all the chocolate you want like in fact you could even take up smoking like if you wanted and you could still keep your voice because you're not losing your voice because of your diet you're losing your voice because you don't like believe in your voice basically and then Jason Perry, like, said in this interview, he was like, he will never lose his voice again when I'm around. And I was Aww. like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and so it's just like Jason Perry, like, showed up on the scene of, like, Motion in the Ocean recording. And, like, the whole band's like, oh, hey. Right? And, like, Jason Perry's like, we're here. We're talented ass musicians. And we're here to have some fun. Like, to just go back to that. So if you're wondering why Motion in the Ocean is so, like, delicious, it's because Jason Perry let Tom eat chocolate. And also (laughs) because he taught them to believe in themselves and to have fun with the music of their dreams and not say they're sorry. So basically Jason Perry's their dad. Yeah, he'll never lose his voice again. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I was just thinking that. Uh, Tom Tom's eating more potatoes now, so what does that mean? It doesn't matter because he'll never lose his voice again. Delicious still. Potatoes are delicious. (laughs) He'll never lose his voice again when Jason Perry's around. Mash him. Just stuff chocolate in his face. He can eat all the potatoes he wants because Jason Perry's here. Anyway, I thought that was really cute and I'd never heard that story, so I just assumed that maybe other people hadn't heard it. Never heard it before. Yeah, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard that. That's very cute. Glad Jason Perry's here. Thanks, Jason Perry. Everybody write a thank you note. You know the party is going down when Jason Perry's around. Right. Okay. That's the next album. But anyway, back to the track listings. Let's remind people what these track listings are on this album. Because there are actually 14 songs on this album. um, As opposed to the original, like, 12 that the first album came out with. So we have We Are the Young, Stargirl, Please Please, Sorry It's Not Good Enough, Bubble Rap, Transylvania, Lonely, Little Joanna, Friday Night, Walk in the Sun, Home is Where the Heart Is, Don't Stop Me Now, Baby's Coming Back, and Silence is a Scary Sound as a hidden track. So that's what we're working with today. And we all know our album episodes are our top five of these songs. I'm like super excited. (laughs) I can't wait. Should we get into it? I actually forget what we do with an album episode. It's been so long. I think we just get into it. So we have a guest, right? And so... I think what we should let Frankie go first and Frankie you'll just say what your fifth your f- number five is and then we mm-hmm. will say our number five and we'll just go one by one until we're done like that yeah. okay so my number five is bubble wrap ah. okay um I mean I, I, I love this song I feel like this song is um it's sort it's like really sort of emo <laughs> yep. so like I feel like that this is what started radioactive like this like like the like sadness of it is like it reminds me of 
uh, radioactive, but more of a, a poppy version of yeah. it. Yeah, I just, I just uh, like Danny's high notes are just amazing, mm. and yeah, I just love this this song. I so love much. it too. I'm always surprised that it's on this album, though. Like, I, I, like whenever I remember that it's Motion in the Ocean, I'm like, oh yeah, right, because it, it is sort of it's like the exact opposite of the Sunshine Pop of some of the others so i do think you're right it, it is sort of a bridge from wonderland to here to radioactive i low-key love this song i i like always forget it exists and then it comes up on spotify and i'm like oh my god yes <laughs> yeah and you're right like let's us not forget the iconic right life's a bitch and so are you yeah that's yep. literally my favorite line and the and the am i just another ghost that's been yeah. in your bed that 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 is so sassy and I, I feel like this it. song scandalized me as a child right I was like I was like 12 and also like a very right you know when I was like 13 12 13 14 right but I was you also like a I was a freshman I think because I have a distinct memory of freshman year every time I was on the bus in the morning playing this song going <laughs> That's like, so <laughs> I wish dramatic singing Right, and you're like, what do you have to like be sad in, about on your way to like school? Like you're in a music video or something, like yeah. looking out the window. Like, I mean, very dramatic. In 2007, <laughs> I would have been 13, or 14. So 12 was too young, but 13 or 14 was is accurate, yeah. I think, right? And that's about how old you are when you're a freshman <clears throat> um, in U.S. high schools. So like, but like, I was a very, I was even like a very childish 13 or 14, right? Like I wasn't dating and I wasn't cursing. And, and so like, t like this song was like a scandal to me, right? Like when, when Danny would be like, life's a bitch. And so are you, I would have been like, I was always like, oh, right. Like I was like, uh, like shocked, right? And like, like, you know, you know, like they're, they're not really even cursing at their songs up until this point. I think this might be the first time that they put a curse word in one of their songs. I'm not sure that there is any in the Wonderland. A room on the third floor songs. Right. I can't oh, think of any on top of my head. But if yeah. they were going to curse in a song, it would Wonderland would probably be the album I would pick. Right. Not but this I, one. I mean, I mean, the closest to a curse word was um, was the one that they had to change the so the single. So I destroyed yeah, the world right. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Too so harsh. So right. I don't think that they'd no. have a. Yeah. They've, they've gone from that. I don't think I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, I don't think there's a song besides this album. But if I had to pick an album, I would have been like, it's definitely Wonderland. Right. But yeah, you think? <laughs> but like, yeah, and like, what Frankie brings up is the perfect point, right? Is like a couple of years ago, they their I would destroy the world for you line was too harsh. It had to be censored. It had to be edited. And now they're like, life's a bitch, <laughs> and so are you. And like. <laughs> And it, like, right, they curse in other ones, right? I can think of several other McFly songs that have curse words in them as they get older and other albums. Are they singles? I don't know. Everybody knows. Oh, it's not a single. Growing up, apparently, is not, not a, single. a single. What did yeah, Harry call I it? <laughs> I don't know what he called it. But it was Instant gratification was like, song, something like that. Yeah, like, what the hell is that? Yeah, so I think, like, the difference is, like, if it's a single, you can't curse it, because you have to put yeah, it on radio. Yeah, they gotta make it radio-friendly, but, and so, the, and Bubble Rap is not a single, so that's, that's that, but, but yeah, it's just, like, I've, I've always really liked this one, but as a kid, it was, like, it was, like, the sassiest thing I could think of, right, like, am I just another ghost that's been in your bed, and I'm like, <gasps> like, they're singing about sex. No, just cuddle puddles. <laughs> cuddle puddles only. come on. Come on, they don't do that. They're nice, wholesome boys. 
Y'all know the the lore around um, Bubble Wrap's origin? I feel like every time I'm on a podcast with you, Samantha, I'm on a pop quiz. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to pop quiz you, I just mean, I just... <laughs> I... I know, I know, I know that he wrote, wrote it. He says the one that he wrote at Disney. Yeah, Disney that's the it. one. Yeah. So I'm just uh. trying to give other people the opportunity to speak and make it more of a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Like, why you I don't know. He wrote it on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, at Walt Disney World. Um, sounds like a Tom thing to do. So this is actually just a bathroom song. It's just a poop song. But it really, it really undercuts the emotion of it. <laughs> Like, the song is so sad, and then you're like, he wrote this while he was pooping. He, it was probably a sad poop, you know, like in Sims, where you have, like, angry poop or, like, whatever. Like, it was probably a sad poop. He's just in Disneyland. I don't know. His girlfriend probably broke up, but I don't know what's happening in his life at this point. Um, he's just like, I'm sad on the toilet as I take a shit. Right. He's just really, it was a really contemplative bathroom break. I mean, have you ever had those? I've had those. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I mean, if Tommy here would I mean, be like, obviously. Like, people have empathies in the showers. Why not the toilet? Right. Which reminds me, when I was in, actually a freshman, speaking of freshman year, uh, my friend Celeste was dating this boy, Cole. I'm not friends with him anymore. Um, so I can say their names on here. I don't care. And um, she decided to break up with him while she was on the toilet. That's hilarious. So, <laughs> Well, wait, did she make the decision that she was going to break up with him? Yeah, she didn't break up with him while she was She didn't like, break hey, up with what's him. what's up? That's what no, I she thought. She decided to break up with him while she was taking a poo. So she had a and good... Then, and then cleaned herself and then broke up with him. Right. So she she did have, like, a big moment of, like, aha, I know my life path is clear now. But yes. she didn't actually follow through while on the toilet. No. I That's a move I would probably do nowadays. So funny. It's hilarious i love that but okay sam what was your Thanks, number Bubba. five my number five is transylvania really it is <laughs> i don't i, I said really know. hoping you would expand <laughs> that's all i have to say no i didn't i mean i didn't know how not to include this one Right. I so I don't want to talk too long because we said so much about it on its own episode, but it's right. really like it's special to me. Right. I love the organ. I love Dougie's voice. I love the call and response of everybody singing together. Right. Um, right. And it, it almost lost my I almost gave the number five spot to Don't Stop Me Now, which I also really love. But that one's not really fair because it's my favorite Queen song. Right. And so it was like, how how does it rank when it's a McFly cover? And and so. <laughs> Ultimately, I gave number five to Transylvania because it was a McFly original, and it didn't feel right not including it on the list. Yeah. I like Transylvania. I said all of this in our episode. You should check it out. It was probably a couple episodes ago. I really like it. I really like the video. I love it because Douglas sings in it. Right. I can unspoken rule any song that Dougie sings in. It's like... It's like automatically next level. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh, sing on this. Okay. I love Dougie's voice. <laughs> He's blessing us with his voice today. I love that yeah. for you, King. His little voice is so precious. I love it. <laughs> Why? Sorry. Why are you laughing at me? Because I, mean, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, yeah, it is precious. He's so cute. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's, fu- he's 33 years old. I can't help it. It's just like... I just love his little voice. <laughs> but I do the same thing, which is why I'm laughing. 
I don't. I'm being totally sincere. I don't mean to patronize him. Yeah, Frankie, how do you feel about Transylvania? I really like it. I it's like I love any song where they do harmonies in yeah. it. I love that all their harmonies Me and too. stuff. Um, it's it's a really strong yeah. song, but it doesn't really make sense. But no. <laughs> it, it's it's a good pop. It's a great pop yeah, song. Like, <laughs> remember, we're only here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about yeah, that's what the 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 album's about. It's fun. My number five. I don't think anybody will be surprised. But it silences a scary sound. <laughs> <laughs> my only my only shock is that it's not a little bit lower to number closer to number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe higher is the way to say that. I don't know how you, I don't know how you dr- gauge a direction on a list. I, I don't know either, especially if we're going backwards. Right, but my my only shock is that it's not a lower number than five. Yeah, it's not higher up on my list. Is how right. I should. Okay. Yeah. No, I love that. Like, okay, so it was a tie really between. Oh, I won't tell you that because then you'll probably know the rest of it. But um, it was definitely a close call between another song and this album. Was this and did this this other song become your number four or did it become your number six? It came my number six. Why won't you tell us? I told you mine. Fine. It was a tie between this or please please. Okay. I wasn't sure which one to put it as, uh, but ultimately it won because Tucky sings on it. Right. And as everyone knows in this podcast, I love him. Also, like. Let's think. Let's talk about the line of "I hope you choke and die on every single lie." Look what you've done to me. Iconic, and like the fact he wrote this when he was thirteen. Baby, who hurt you? Right. I think about that all the time. That he was just like, right. I'm over here like shocked. I'm at thirteen. I'm like, I'm like gasping at life's a bitch, and so are you. And Dougie's over here like, I'm too far gone. It's all over now, and I'm like, what, like just worlds apart at thirteen. <laughs> such such angst, and I'm like, this this is like so like true to me because I love such sad boys. Sad boys give me life. <laughs> oh. It's a perfect transition from Transylvania to this because we're still talking about Dougie and his like yeah. angelic tenor. That's maybe a little yeah. bit less patronizing than his sweet little boy, his voice. His little baby right? voice. His, like, angelic tenor voice, right? Yeah. I, I love this one, too. I'm glad it's on your list. Um, yeah. I mean, I actually, spoiler alert, anytime anybody says any song on this, in this episode, I'm going to be like, I love it, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> spoiler. But, but yeah. I, I Specifically, when Danny and Dougie sing together, it brings mm-hmm. me a lot of joy because Dougie's got this, like, angelic, like, high-pitched harmony uh thing going on with danny's like gravel i feel like they really right dougie goes high danny goes low and it's just yeah (laughs) i was super psyched when it won out with their like re their like resurrection sessions or whatever and they like redid it i'm like yes i won like this is me i'm the only one that mattered (laughs) controversial i do think they probably should have recorded something else that was only ever a demo but it is nice to have a not live version of the track now. Yeah. I mean, technically, I don't I guess technically it's not a demo, but technically they never recorded it either. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's a live like you know, so it's like it's kind of nice to have a studio version instead of just like the live screaming version. Yeah, so. not like I don't love listening to people scream as songs are playing, but <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I mean, I listened today in prepping for the musical. The musical? Um, in prepping <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in prepping for the podcast, I listened to the live, like, uh, track off the album, and then I also listened to the Resurrection Sessions one. Mm-hmm. And I do think that the Resurrection Session one is better. Like, I like that version of the song better. Mm-hmm. Frankie, what do you think of this song? Yeah, like, it's a really strong song. Like, um, I didn't choose it because, I, in, like, spoiler alert, it's not in my list, but yeah, I just felt like it was, like, sort of, like, it felt like it wasn't, like, properly made, like, it wasn't a studio mm-hmm. song. But, like, when they said they were going to resurrect it, I was, like, so happy. But I also find it a bit funny how they were, like, recording the lyrics and they're, like, like 30-year-old men saying all these, yeah. like, really emo lyrics. I was like, oh, no. It does, <laughs> but, it does get a little weird when they're, like, 30 now. <laughs> yeah. But, like, when they recorded it, I... I actually had COVID, so this that this song just reminds me of like being ill and just oh. watching the live stream. <laughs> like, I, but like I I I was just like watching the live stream yeah. all day. Oh, I'm so, sorry, I didn't mean make yeah. you feel ill, Jesus. We're number no, five, no, make but, you sick. No, but it made it made it the the time pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made me forget how ill I felt. Right. Yeah, but, well, that's nice. Yeah, I like that song. Uh, what what came in at number four for you, Frankie? Walk in the sun. Okay. Danny, I just like any Danny song. I'm like, but uh, this song uh, reminds me of like my first sort of concert, with, uh, like proper concert at McFly. It's like um, it was at the Keep Calm and Play Louder tour. So like that was like I just got a job and I just bought my own like ticket for a McFly gig for the first time so this song just really reminds me of that gig and it was one of my favorite concerts ever. I'm so jealous because like we we like we told you right before we started recording uh we also went to the the Keep Calm and Play Louder tour well sort of right it was the same set list um when they came to the U.S. at the very end of that tour and they played two nights in New York and we went on the second night and on the first night, he had sang Walk in the Sun. Um, and then on the second night, Danny came out. He still did an acoustic solo, but it was Falling in Love instead of Walk in the Sun, which I also, Falling in Love is a beautiful song. And it was a magical moment for me. Mm. But it wasn't Walk in the Sun. And I <laughs> am a little bit disappointed still <laughs> that I've never heard Danny sing Walk in the Sun live in front of me. <laughs> um so I'm very jealous that you got to do that, and I would also treasure that memory. See, if that. you went a Zoom date with him, you could request that. I'd be like, don't speak. Don't speak. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Just sing Walk in the Sun. Thank you. <laughs> like, okay. He's like, all right, that's easy. <laughs> and then you might proceed also to throw up. <laughs> right, I, I might. Okay. It might keep me from puking, but then I might start to weep. <laughs> Which might actually be worse? I don't know. What's worse, puking in front of McFly or crying? 
I think I think crying would probably be worse for me personally because once I start crying, I can't stop. Right, that's what I was like. It might be worse. Like you can be like, excuse me, and then you can like go off to the side, but like crying and like you know like, and I'm not talking like tear here, tear there. Like if you like openly like sobbing, (laughs) I think that's worse. Yeah, because yeah, no, I think I think crying in front of them would be worse. Frankie, what do you think? Crying or puking? (laughs) <laughs> I think crying is less gross. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably just pass it out. Frankie's <laughs> not even conscious. So. <laughs> just fall. That would just be an empty room. Stephanie's puking and I'm crying and Frankie's unconscious. It's like, Daddy, call, call, call 999. <laughs> call the ambulance. <laughs> Danny will be like, I have killed these people. <laughs> I've just gone and had a video chat with someone that puked, someone that cried, and then someone just He's like, what's wrong with me? He's like, am I a monster? The power of the gym. That's so funny. Those of you listening at home, please confirm or deny if we are in the minority here, like, would you also, like, who could actually hold it together? I want to know, like, if you were talking to McFly in person, like, would you puke, pass out, cry, or flee the scene? That's another thing I, I sometimes consider doing, right? Or do you think that you would be a totally normal human being? And if so, please teach us your ways. Also, if you think you're going to be a totally normal human being, no. You're wrong. You're lying. You're wrong. <laughs> You're just trying to front for everybody around. No, honey. No, thanks. I really like Walk in the Sun. It's a relaxing little melody. I was listening to it my cat, with my cats earlier. And they were, like, you know, laying in the sun. I was like, oh, guys, this song's about you. Um, so they're laying, yeah. not walking. Yeah, they're laying. They're laying in the sun. Girl, lounge in the sun. Yeah, I, I just like how, like, this song is, like, um, it's, it's, like, you know how, like, Danny's always, like, don't worry, be yeah. happy and stuff so it's sort of like no one knows where life is gonna take you just there's some like really good lines in this song um i wrote Mm -hmm. down specifically i wonder what it's like to be loved by you and i Mm -hmm. wrote dash me to dougie lee pointer every day (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah yeah what is it like (laughs) please let me know is it a bunch of awkward silences slash like (laughs) adopting a cat every day or like a chicken just inappropriate yeah. comments every right. few seconds i'm sure that's it i'm sure that's i can live with that i can live with that yeah you would hit like me it. up my <laughs> number is no, but yeah i really do like walking the sun i like it a lot too and i have to think about there's a uh, in born to run there's a springsteen line that's like we'll get to this place where we really want to go and we'll walk in the sun but till then, tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. And just, like, knowing how much that that song means to Danny and that he wrote this one, right, um, more or less by himself, I think. I often wonder if, like, the, the, like, impetus behind writing Walk in the Sun is from that Springsteen line about, like, getting to that place where you really want to go, but, like, not knowing how. It's a really sweet song. I like it a lot. Aww. Uh, what was your number four, Sam? Okay, totally different <laughs> direction. <laughs> My number four song is We're the Young. 
Okay. We, we are the young. <laughs> okay. Tell tell me why. Is it my imagination or do you feel good? <laughs> that's why. That, like, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, nothing. This song is a total anthem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the first, it's the perfect kickoff for the album, right? It's the first song, right? So you, you put in the CD, right? It just begins, right? It's just like this epic rock and roll song, right? This pop rock song. Um, and it just, like, gets me hyped every time. It hypes me up for the rest of the album, right? I think it's no small, right? Like, I was like, sometimes I love, like, or, you know, it's like, sometimes I think about how happy this album makes me and I just want to scream, right? I think it's partially <laughs> because this is the mood setter, right, for the whole album. Like, this song just really, like, it makes me want to, like, it makes me want to, like, do something stupid, right? Like, it, it makes me feel like I could do anything, like, that I really am immortal and that, baby, we will never die, right? Like, I'm going to be young forever, just yeah. a, to- a total youth anthem. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, always forget the song exists. Right. I literally forgot it existed until I started listening to this album for this episode. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I really do like it. I think it's a really good song. I love the guitar solo. I'm such a sucker for a guitar solo. Always. Yeah. <laughs> and the opening piano in it is, is very, very dope. But yeah. This song, this song always reminds me of um, Ultraviolet for some reason. This and yeah, this song always reminds me of like the. I think it would fit well on the Wonderland. It would make it a bit more. Yeah, it would have been a welcome addition to the Wonderland vibe. It's so funny that you th- that it reminds you of Ultraviolet because like I actively don't really care for Ultraviolet. I, I mean, we went we went through a whole <laughs> journey together me and ultraviolet um when we were doing our wonderland podcast episodes so like mm. i did come out of that episode about ultraviolet liking it more than i have for the last like 20 years of my life but for the first 20 years of my life i was like Pfft. but then i love this song so it's so funny that like you're like yeah they're kind of the same to me and i'm like what right i have totally different reactions to them but i kind of see it right like ultraviolet being Right, like Alice called it like lads on holiday <laughs> song, yeah. right? It's weird, like I was for ultraviolet, it it always reminded me, you know, uh, it sounds weird, but you know, in Shrek when there's all the um fairy tale like baddies in the pub. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah, that sort of reminds me of, of that song. It's like that's how I picture it. It's just like it's like when in when, <laughs> yeah, that's just how how I'm, it goes in my I, head. Shrek's right. on Hulu right now, so after this podcast episode, I'm going to gear up that movie, and when that scene comes on, I'll play Ultraviolet. And that's I'll see amazing. If I agree with you. <laughs> I can't remember what fairy tale people were there, but like, I think it's in Shrek too, and it's like, yeah, that for some reason it always reminds me. That's the sort of vibe right. that just like gives me like fairy tale folks in a bar being like you know ultraviolet eyes i love, I love the way yeah. she looks in ultraviolet light oh, I, I, yeah i'm also gonna look that up that's amazing what was your number four little joanna with her big blue eyes and her coconut cream i love that song could you die lying in her arms where castles are made of sand and we start to dance but only with... the music is playing. <laughs> Okay, I'm just gonna jump in. 
It's a little bit out of order, but not a lot out of order. I'm just gonna jump in here and say that little Joanna is my number three. So okay. I've skipped I've skipped Frankie, right? We'll have to circle back for Frankie's number three. But just because I don't want to have to repeat my, ourselves too much, <laughs> I'll just come in here and say it's your number four, it's my number three. <laughs> <laughs> I really love this song. Little Joanna sounds like a bad bitch. She sounds like a baddie I would have a crush on during the summer. I thought for the longest time that it's about drugs sam and i like me too we went back and forth we're like what is this song even about it's drugs obviously it's always about drugs right (laughs) if you don't know what a song means it's about drugs like (laughs) yeah i used to think that i would understand like when i was younger listening to it i was you know when i was when how old did i decide we were 13 14 right i used to think like i was like when i'm older i will understand this song right because like i i assumed that Right, like you know, because like like Mary Jane is weed, and so it's like Little Joanna is obviously code for something that I don't know yet, and right. when I'm older I'll understand. And then lo and behold, um, I'm older. No one has ever <laughs> thinking about it right, too much. No one has ever come up like Little Joanna is apparently not code for anything. <laughs> She's just a girl. She's just a girl who wears an ankle bracelet, which like I bring up because. Achilles wears a necklace is a line in this song that we were like, what the hell does that mean? Right. And so what was it? It was like super late one night we were on. I told Sam, I was like, tweet from the Miku account and like tweet at these boys and ask them what this means. Like, what does this mean? Okay. Did not expect a response because at that point, no one had responded to us at all. Right. Dougie replies to us. He's like, Achilles wears a necklace is a different way of saying an ankle bracelet. We thought it would be a fun way to say it. The song's about a summer romance. And I was like, what? <laughs> Excuse <Yeah>. me? <laughs> like, he was like, this song is about having a summer romance as a kid. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, Dougie tweeted. This is actually the first time that, yeah, any, that's the first time that anybody, any McFly member had paid attention to us on the internet before. So yeah. we were very excited, which I'm yeah. sure contributes to our love for the song, which was already great. Yeah, I already liked the song. I always thought it was so funny because her gluteus maximus is like a firefly, right? Right. Um, just like lyrics like that. I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> okay. Right. I love whimsy, right? Like just aesthetically in my whole life, right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of whimsy, right? And this song has a lot of whimsy, right? And a lot of nonsense, right? Um, I'm also pretty sure that when they say like, I'm a kissophobic. They mean kissaholic. Like I, I'm quite convinced that they that like. I don't right, know, that, like, because, that's why like, I'm a kissaphobic. I'm like, do you mean kissaholic? Because like this is a summer romance song. I don't know. Sometimes I just listen to the song. I'm like that song doesn't. It was like that word doesn't mean what you think it means, Danny. But <laughs> but then, you know, none of those words mean what anyone thinks they mean, right? Like I think that's sort of the point of the song is. To right. just like it has this like Alice in Wonderlandy vibe. To I me. always thought when they said kissophobic, I always thought like she was just like too pretty, and they were like scared, to, nervous to kiss her, right? Right. They're like what we will do if like little Joanna is there, McFly, right? Like we get on Zoom and we're like <laughs> as if, and like <laughs> like little Joanna's like, hey Danny, hey Tom, like hey Dougie, uh, hey Harry, whatever you know, and ever, and they're all like no, and they run away because they love her so much. They're like, I'm a kissophobic because she's so perfect. Maybe. So they also, so like, if we do puke and cry and weep and pass out in front of them, they'll be like, we get it. That's how we felt about Little Joanne. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I appreciate that interpretation. 
it doesn't even have to make sense right that's what it i doesn't. love about this song yeah like it's it's also a really fun song to sing along to yeah it is one of my favorite like driving slash summer slash sing-along songs like it's just yeah. it really captures something for me right a little bit of queen a little bit of beach boys a whole lot of alice in wonderland nonsensical terms. i really liked it i, I, I really liked it, it. Yeah. I, I still like it yeah it's not right i love it i really really love it yeah um i i wanted to include it in my list of five and i was but i wasn't willing to swap it right. okay that's fine but yeah it would have been my right. six but i do love that so i love the it's not just the lyrics are just like right really, i don't know it's just really good i also found out um today that little joanna has so many key changes, right? Lest we assume that McFly are not the, none of us are assuming this, right? But, right, to all those people that are like, guilty pleasure, McFly is lame, right? Those people. Uh, McFly, Little Joanna is such a sophisticated song, which I like don't have the training really to always notice. But despite that its lyrics are really nonsensical and blah, 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 it has so many key changes right that like it's so complicated to play because it ke changes keys so many times that mcfly didn't play it live for seven years after the release of the song right so it wasn't until their 2014 tour that they were like okay we're ready to play little joanna live <laughs> right? like instead of in a studio where they could like start we trained over. for this <laughs> yeah like so it's like it's a really complex song right which i found out today and i was like cool good right like <laughs> take that anyone who's like that song is so stupid it doesn't make any sense but like this is actually really hard and i bet you couldn't do it mm -hmm. um so frankie what was your number three then uh it's transylvania yeah yeah, yeah. this also reminds me of the the tour that i went on um i just really like like uh, my favorite part is like the solo the guitar solo where tom and danny are like playing together it's like uh it's my favorite thing I love a guitar. I'm like so upset at how little guitar solos there were on that the Young Dumb Girls album. Yeah. Because yeah. I love it when like, I do a That's guitar real. solo. I'm such a hoe for a guitar solo, bro. You are. Like, yeah. I love that. They're underrated. So underrated. You gotta go. You gotta go look up that medley we were just talking about where Danny plays guitar with his tongue. <laughs> 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 Talk about being a hoe for a guitar solo. <laughs> I don't think I will uh, be as like warm under the collar as y'all, but okay. <laughs> I bet you'd still be like, I bet you still like it a little. You might be like, this is one of the few moments where I'm like, I guess I see it, right? Because like you know the guitar solo that I'm talking about, and everybody knows, right? Yes. Um, so yes. you're already a hoe for that solo, right? And Tom's like Danny Jones, and then he just like <laughs> plays the guitar with his teeth. <laughs> Look, y'all, listening at home, if you have not seen it, <laughs> do yourself a favor <laughs> and look it up. And he does the guitar solo behind his back, doesn't he? Yeah, that's the same that's one. <laughs> He's actually, I can't say the word. What a silly show off. <laughs> but just kidding. He's actually one of the greatest performers I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I was watching that medley and I was like, what a showman. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. off track. Not even the right album. What's that song? Uh, it's 2007. I've never heard of Everybody Knows. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Everybody Knows What? 
Transylvania was your number three, Frankie, and it was Stephanie's yeah. number four. Is that right? Nope. Little Joanna was my number four. Oh, have you not said anything about Transylvania yet? I haven't said anything about Transylvania yet, no. Okay. For some reason, I thought you'd said that, and I was like, oh, it's like, uh, okay, so we've got a three, four, five thing going on, but just kidding. It was Little Joanna, right? Because that's how we got to my number three, which was Little Joanna. Okay, never mind. What was your number three? Is it Transylvania? Bubble wrap! <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Bubble wrap's my number three. That's so okay. Cute. Like, um, I love singing this song because I can sing it so dramatically. It's just like one of those very dramatic songs that I'm just like, I almost started singing Little Joanna. <laughs> you, 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 look, once you start singing Little Joanna, it's almost impossible to stop. <laughs> I completely forgot what Bubble Wrap's about. What? Um, yeah, no, I love, when I was, like, listening to the album this morning, as I was going through, like, what are my top five? My animals just looked at me, because, right, because, like, Sorry's Not Good Enough is before this one, right? And so I love singing that song dramatically as mm-hmm. well, because, like, especially the part where Danny just randomly yells in the bridge, right? Ain't no other way Not to sing good it. good enough! And I'm like, ah! Like, I love it. Um, and then, like, Bubble Rock comes on, and I'm like, oh, bitch, it's on. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I've said, like, basically all my notes what I said before, but, like, also, like, who hurt you, Thomas? That's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, so number three is Bubble Wrap for me. I love that. It's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> but we're trucking. We're trucking. Right so, Frankie, what's your number two? Uh, it's Sorry's Not Good Enough. Okay. A perfect yeah. transition. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love seeing this yeah. dramatically. Um, I love, I love this song. It's just like just a great pop song. Mm-hmm. Like, just really good to listen to. It and is. again, with the harmonies, I like the harmonies. And Tom plays piano, and yep. <laughs> it's got everything I want in a McFly song. Really, it is quintessential. We're ho for guitar solos, and Tom's a ho for those piano beginnings, right? Like. Look. He can do that like, whenever he wants. He can. He can. I will, like, I'll allow this, McFly. You can do that if you want. I'll allow it. But I'm just saying, he a hoe for him. That's fine. I'm a right. hoe for them, too. Right. Yeah. This is a quintessential McFly song to me, for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's very, it. it's a iconic. I feel like every single on this album is iconic. <laughs> Look, this <laughs> album is delicious. It is a, right, it's so good. How many times can we say iconic in an episode? <laughs> it is, though. There's the whole album. The whole album is just representative of what this band is and was and could be. Yeah. <laughs> there's no there's no bad song on this there album. Is no, none of these songs are skip. That's no. what I like about this. There's no right. wrong answer in your top five because every yeah. single one is great. Yeah, like any of these things, any of the songs that are not on my top five, if I was listening to them, I would have been like, these are my top five. Like, I had a really hard time picking a top five <laughs> because I was like, oh, this one, this one, this one, this one, and then I was five songs into the album and then album number six, I was like this, or song number six, I was like this one, and then I was like, oh no. <laughs> right? Like, I'm out of room. Like, how did this happen? Right? Like, the, like this order is totally fake and made up and it means nothing because everything on this album is true joy, right? None of it is a skip. None of it. Just put on shuffle in the first five that come up. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all my favorite. They're all my top five. 
But yeah, we had a we had a whole ap- whole episode about sorry is not good enough. If you haven't listened to it, you should go back and listen to it on the streaming site that you're listening to this one on. Thank you. <laughs> so what was your number two? My number two was Walk in the Sun. I am uh, kind of surprised, but okay. Are you? Did you expect it to be my number one? I expected it to be your number one just because you a hoe for Danny Jones. I am a hoe for Danny Jones. <laughs> yeah, I will say it was one of my favorite songs in high school actually no I bet you in high school if you'd asked me it would have been my favorite song like not just off this album not just of McFly but like of all time so like in in high school it was it was absolutely like like meaningful to me and like right like uh so that's probably where you got that vibe right like that you thought it would be my number one so yeah, I am, I am a hoe for a Danny solo ballad, but this is even, like, next level for a Danny solo ballad, right? Like, it's better than Not Alone, and it's better than the other one I can't even think of. That's how good it is. You just forget all the other ones. Yeah, it makes me forget all the other songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, like, it, it's, it's, we've talked about it a little bit already, because it was on Frankie's list, but, like, yeah, it's, like, it's whimsical and sweet, but it's, like, it's, like, that being happy and sad at the same time. Right, like that Doctor Who quote that's like, I like being sad, like, it, it's fun, or, or, you know, I like being sad, and her friend's like, what's so good about being sad? And she's like, it's happy for deep people. <laughs> like, that's kind of how I feel about this song, right? Like, I feel like I listen to it a lot, like, in the dark, or, like, when I'm alone, like, or, like, when I feel like I'm alone, but I'm not, like, sad about being alone, right? Like, I'm not sure if this is making any sense, but it's, like, it's, yeah, it just, like, it feels both, like, nostalgic and kind of sad but also like really hopeful and like futuristic right like it looks forward and back to me it's almost completely like the perfect song sometimes when i feel like praying i will sing this song like that's the best way i can think about what the song means to me right that's how i can best articulate it is that like sometimes i sing it as if it were a prayer it's a good song it's a good song what was your number two star girl Star Girl coming in at number two. Are you for real right now? Have you met me? So everyone knows Star Girl, right? I literally had to put it on my top five. It's literally on my body. It's a very iconic song. It's those song. It's the song that comes on. You can't help but sing and dance to. And who among us has not fallen in love with an alien lady before? It's sure. very relatable. Um, no. The musical break, that's like a musical break for like, I don't know, like three seconds or whatever, is everything to me. I love Stargirl. We had a whole episode. I love it. So I know much. you do. No, the, my, my, my express shock is that it was your number two. Right. The same way that you were like, what? When <laughs> Walk in the Sun was my number two. Yeah. Stargirl is everything. An anthem. So, for me, it's like the anthem of my life and. Yeah. Like Galaxy Defenders, stay forever. That's where. Is it your number one, Frankie? It is. It is also my number one. Oh yep. my god! Yeah, that's why I was surprised that it was your number two. Yeah, like Stargirl is the most fun that I've ever had in only three minutes in my entire life. Right? Like, like ao. Like, <laughs> like, like, can you have more fun in just three minutes than listening to Stargirl? No, I don't think so. So it's also the song like if I get new earphones or speakers, it's the first song I test it on. Totally, yeah. It's quality on quality. Yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, my favorite party song. Even my dog loves it. I have some video proof of this that I'm, I probably posted online before, but 
I posted maybe one video and I have like 18, right? Like my dog loves this song. Like he si he sings along. He like like literally <laughs> like it like we've been doing it for all week because I've been listening to this album on repeat for like prep for this pop podcast and like scholar is my dog's name like he'll be anywhere in the house and like this song will come on and like before i know it he's like behind me and he's like right like at the like ooh right he's like oh, oh. right every That's time cute. i'm like oh my god where did you even come from right and the, you know he loves this song it is his favorite song even the dog loves it i love it everyone loves it right like even my roommate like like, she just heard Scholar howling, and then she, she just, like, texted me. She was like, he loves Stargirl so much. <laughs> right? And, like, my roommate knows only about, she only knows about McFly because she's my roommate, right? But even she, like, she knows the name of this song, and she knows that it's the dog's favorite, and she knows that it's, like, a McFly song, right? Like, everyone in my life that isn't into McFly still knows this song. Like, if they only know one song, it's this one. This is the McFly fan version of All About You, which I'm right. pretty sure it's yeah. been said before. Right, we said that in the actual episode. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it is hella catchy. The song of my people, like Galaxy Defenders, stay forever. Number one, me and Frankie. <laughs> it's true. What is the song that beat <laughs> Stargirl? Gonna... Don't tell me. Don't tell You're me. I want to guess. So stupid. Okay. Don't tell me. I want to guess. Okay. You could guess too, Frankie. I'm gonna feel so stupid. Yeah. But like obviously. Oh, I think yeah. I I think I have a guess. Right, because you haven't said it yet, and I thought you had. It's Transylvania, isn't it? It's Transylvania. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. As soon as I looked at the list, I was like, "What songs haven't we talked about?" I was like, "Oh yeah, it's Transylvania." I thought it was your number four, but but you were like, "Nope, I haven't said it." Nope. <laughs> yeah. Insulting. No, yeah. it's my number one. <laughs> I, I understand how that could be Stargirl. I love Transylvania. Like, this music video just adds so much to it as well. If we're doing on song alone, like, Transylvania is also one of those songs where I just want to, like, literally rip m my body in half. It's, it's like, <laughs> there's, like, <laughs> there's, like, just something in me, and I'm like, yes, I must destroy myself. <laughs> You're just like, Shred your skin like a snake. Like, right. yes! I'm just like, like, Amberlynn, yeah, she kept that tint, right? Like, it's just, it goes, like, I, like, I go so hard on the song. Plus, like, like, we talked about in the episode, right? Like, Sam and I, like, our memories with it. Like, they're, everything about, like, this song. That's why I was, like, low-key insulted. It was your number five, Sam, but whatever. Um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I... But, yeah, I love Transylvania. I love Transylvania, and I have a lot of really fond memories of it. But what really does it for me, what, what what makes me want to rip my body in half about Transylvania is the music video, right? Like, it is absolutely, and I said this before, right? We had a whole podcast about it, right? It is absolutely my favorite music video I think that McFly has ever made, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, just talking about music video, it would definitely, it's the best one off the album and it's probably the best one ever. Um, but what I learned this week when I wasn't watching McFly music videos and I was only listening to the album is that there are other songs that I love more, right, in the absence of the music video. I mean, that's valid. That is your opinion. But I'm just sad it's wrong. I'm really, you know, <laughs> I just, whatever. 
But yeah, so that's my number one, Transylvania. I don't think it's one people like sleep on, but it's kind of like one like nobody really talks about unless you're talking about like motion, the ocean, like the era, right? I feel like more people need to talk about it. Plus, it's like the first time Dougie sings, right? All the reasons I listed on the episode. If you want to, it's re- a great time. If you want to listen to that episode, it's also on your streaming site where you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, unsurprisingly, there are a lot of singles from the album on our on all of three of our top fives. Yeah, I, I had two. I think you had three. Did you have three of the singles on your top five too, Frankie? Um, uh, one, two, three. Yeah, three. Yeah, three two. out of five. You had two out of five. I also had two out of five. You know, if I had to pick one song that the world is snoozing on off of this album, it would be Little Joanna. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, nobody talks about that when they talk about Motion in the Ocean. Right. Nobody's talking about Little Joanna, and, and everyone should be talking about Little Joanna. That makes me want to probably, like, rip an arm off, just not my entire body. Right. You're not like, <laughs> you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those are the sounds, listeners, of ripping bodies versus arms. Er is the body. Ah is the arm. So those are our top fives, Frankie, Sam, and I's top fives. What are your top fives? Please let Tell us know. Tell us your top fives. As like beloved as this album is, I don't talk about it a lot. I feel like with people, so I'd love to know everybody else's opinion on this as well. It's time. It's time to talk about motion in the ocean. I know you've been waiting. <laughs> like I've been Twitter's waiting. just waiting for us to drop this episode. Right. Like, when are they gonna do it? You're, you're halfway there <laughs> to the whole discovery. Oh gosh, will we ever get there? Uh. <laughs> uh, I have a question, and maybe Frankie will know the answer, and maybe you will too, Stephanie. I have an answer to every question you yeah. ever ask. This and this is not a this is not me trying to be a quiz master. This is genu- genuinely I have I don't know the answer. Um, but like so, one of the songs on this album that we haven't talked about because it wasn't in anybody's top five is "Home Is Where the Heart Is." Okay. And that's one that's kind of like with you. You were saying with we are with we are the young, right? Like I kind of forget that the song exists, but then I really like it when I do hear it, right? It's like fun to sing. Um, I never really skip it, but but I'm trying to remember. I tried to Google it and I couldn't figure it out. But they wrote that for a reason, right? It was like some kind of like patriotic thing, right? Like it was for an event or like a contest. Does anybody remember? I remember. Mother. What? I have no idea. <laughs> oh. I remember, I think I know what you're talking about because when we were downloading McFly songs, we downloaded them off LimeWire. And this is one of the songs that at the end was like radio personalities being like, oh, this song is very like the England, right? I don't know actually what they said, but that was the point of it, right? Like they were just like, this song's very like great for like the England thing, whatever they were talking about, right? Yeah. I don't know if they wrote it specifically for for that or if they're like hey we actually wrote the song that we think would fit well with this right yeah i mean i don't know i guess i don't know the exact order i thought that they'd wrote they'd written it for that because like there's like literally a line right where it's like we're england (laughs) right is like and that seems like something like i guess it's not impossible that they would write that on their own but it seems like right it just seems like a weird thing to put in there if you're not doing it specifically for like some kind of like patriotic event Oh, I think it might have been the radio version for the England Cup. Specifically. Okay, okay cool. Thanks. Thanks, Street Lyrics. That's what those people were talking about then. 
So they probably wrote this song and then they changed it for the England Cup. Yeah. Okay. So like the actual song, this and the song, like the 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 song on the album, which is why I was like, wait, I don't remember this line. So home is where the heart is. It's where we started, where we belong. They they changed the words for for the English World Cup or for the World Cup for the England team, right? Because it says. Home is where the heart is. It's where we started. We're England. And then it literally even says in the chorus, uh, sing your heart out for your country and go down in World Cup history. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what I was thinking about. And so I think you're probably right is they wrote Home is where the heart is, recorded it, put it on their album, and then for the World Cup whatever year, they were like, like their song got chosen to be like the World, the England Cup Anthem. That's so cute. Yeah. I love that for them. I I like Home is Where the Heart Is. I wrote I that it has a very, like, to me, it has a very much a found family aesthetic to it. Yeah. Which is nice because, like, your family doesn't have to be who you're blood-related to. It just, it just, it just sort of reminds me of, you know, them lame little, like, um, quotes that you find on, like, yeah, it has stuff. a really stupid title. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, even Googling it. always it. reminds me of that, like, home is where the heart is. <laughs> it's like a little banner that you, people put on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah like... it's not a bad song, but it has a really kitschy title. For, for the longest time, even, I was convinced that it wasn't their song, right? I was like, this has oh, to yeah. be a cover, right? Because, like, how on or like, who names the song home is where the heart is, right? I was like... I was like, this this has to be a cover because it's just such a common saying that I just assumed that they were singing some uh, older song. I was really surprised to learn that they'd written it like as recently as 2007. And Elvis Presley has a different Home is Where the Heart is yes, song. So people are like, yeah, song. it's a cover of Elvis. It's not. I don't I just think it up. any McFly fan thinks that. I don't know. Maybe someone else stumbled upon this. They're like, oh, what's this Back to the Future podcast? <laughs> and they made it all the way to episode 25. <laughs> remember this from the movies this is weird but i'll keep listening <laughs> they made it all the way to episode 25 and they still don't actually know who mcfly what i is. meant is that they might have stumbled upon this episode because this episode will be our newest release so they're like what is this do we have anything else to say about this album that we would like the world to know well very appropriately i think the only song that hasn't been mentioned is lonely like, I... <laughs> every, every other song title has been said at least once like, no. even if oh, I, <laughs> I don't think so Friday Night hasn't been mentioned no but Friday Night has its enti- an entire episode about it and like but Baby's I... Coming Back hasn't been mentioned but it also has an entire episode I think literally the only song title from Motion in the Ocean whose, whose name we have never spoken in the entire Motion in the Ocean season so far is lonely so i just feel like before we sign off we should just be like i see you there lonely appreciate you i have three notes about lonely maybe this will help it not be so you even fun. have notes about it and you were ready to be like okay well that's everyone that's all of the songs there are no other songs Bye. i really told you before i was like i'm gonna write notes on every song in case someone lists it that's not on my top five so i have something to say rather than i like that song <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's basically what I've just said for the last hour. But I do have notes about Lonely. The guitar is bopping. This is definitely the song you want to listen to after quarantine. 
or during quarantine. <laughs> I'm so sick. Really felt this song. I was like re-listening to it. I was like, I'm so lonely. I was like, me too. <laughs> it's just a, the perfect lockdown song. <laughs> I don't know why no people, no, not more people are talking about it. It's the perfect lockdown song. But you guys recently got your lockdown lifted, right, Frankie? Um, it's partially, partially. Oh, it's like. A yeah, open. like so, um, non-essential shops are open, but I think the middle of this month you can actually mix in houses. And I've not been in another house for the year, so it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, uh, it's like I've got like, a two-month wait at my hairdressers to get my hair cut. It's really mm-hmm. stressful, so. <laughs> Yeah, I've been getting my hair cut, like, by friends in the backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting your hair through the fence, like... (laughs) I've cut my own hair. Right. It is stressful. But I love that that Lonely is a a quarantine song. It's a quarantine song. Or a lockdown song. That's so funny. I'm going to listen to it again in that context. Danny write a a quarantine song, like, like, Don't Worry, or something like that. Oh, he did release his, like... Don't worry, be happy song. Yeah, that was like his quarantine. Yeah. Like, I think okay, it Daniel. Exist, it, it, no, it existed before COVID did, but he released it on Spotify. Like, he'd only ever performed it, like, live and stuff. And he released it on Spotify for the first lockdown just to cheer some people up. Aw, how sweet. He's a cutie. So, this album, we've mentioned every single title. No. We did. I did Zoom on Lonely to, to slip through the cracks. Like it always does. I think of it as like, I think of it in the same vein as like nothing from Wonderland. Oh yeah. Right? Because like nothing from Wonderland and then Lonely from this one are like easily, if you ask me like, you know, when I hadn't spent, you know, all morning preparing for this podcast, if you just asked me on a random day, name all of the title, like name all of the tracks on Wonderland or named all of the tracks on most in the ocean the one i'm most likely to forget is nothing for wonderland and lonely for this song uh this album and and like i think we discovered them both stephanie around the same time like we told the story on the wonderland album episode about how we were like it was like years after wonderland came out because we weren't buying the cds we were like just downloading the songs from like online and so we weren't getting the entire track lists i don't think and so we discovered nothing, and we were, like, shook that it existed. We were like, what is this? We thought this? it was like, a brand this... new song. Right. We're like, is this a new McFly song? And then we find out that it's from their second album. And I think something similar happened when we saw Lonely, right? We were like, we had just seen nothing, and then we saw Lonely, and we were like, what are these new McFly songs that we have never heard of? And then we realized it was, like, on an album. But so I think about it in the same vein as nothing, as, like, a song that frequently slips through the crack- cracks or, like, under the radar. But I like it. It's a catchy song. Yeah, like we said before, there's not a not bop on this song. Right, there ain't no skips on this song, on this album. Ain't no skips on this album. (laughs) Me depends on my mood. All right, Um, those are our top five. Please share your top five. Um, If you agree, disagree, or just want to make two new friends, please follow and talk to us on our social medias at Make Who the Podcast. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, If you want to follow us on our personal accounts, you can follow me. Stephanie at Steph to do that's Steph underscore T O D O. I'm on Twitter at Sam underscore Edmonds one twenty two. I'm I'm McFly's underscore smile on Twitter. And she does make us smile because. <laughs> yeah. 
Life's better when McFly's smiling, so that's <laughs> quick. I like it when they smile. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Quality content. It is. Follow her, then follow us, and then listen to our podcast. Also, don't forget to rate and comment our podcast on your favorite co- podcast streaming site. It may not seem a lot, but it really helps out the podcast. Uh, since you're there already, give Miku a follow so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And we'll see you next time in the fall. This is our last episode for the summer. It's true. We did forget to announce that earlier. Yes, we are <laughs> We are taking a summer break, a summer vacation. School's out for summer. Uh, so we will be back with you in the fall. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be back in the fall, and uh, we'll release that date closer to the time. But... Like always, thanks for listening. Bye.